Well, welcome to Beyond Battle Creek. I'm Jeff Henry, and it has been a minute since we have done a podcast, and I'm super excited to be back in the studio. Glad uh, all the returners. Thanks for thanks for jumping back in, listening to the pod, and for all the new subscribers. I'm so glad that you're here as we help connect you between Sundays here at Battle Creek Church. I am joined today by my new friend, Josh yes. Welchel. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, Josh, you were one of our newer campus pastors uh, here at the Broken Arrow campus, and so just a little, just a little clap. Welcome. Glad to <laughs> glad to have you on the team, man. Absolutely. Thanks. Now we're excited to be here. It's it's hard to believe it's been six months. Uh, we just celebrated six months being here in Broken Arrow, and it feels in some ways like it was just yesterday that we moved. For sure. And in other days, it feels like man, we've been here years, and yeah. it just feels uh, comfortable and like man, this is this is where where we've been. So we're excited. And you jumped right in. Like, I want to say a few weeks after you got here, you (laughs) preached, you know, and you were like, right. And if you're watching online, you don't, in the campus pastors preach, you don't get any other campus, you get you. And so like (laughs) for all the thousands of viewers, I mean, is that any pressure for you? Like, you know, the first time they see you, you're up there preaching (laughs) the word. So to be honest, when I, when I was first talking with Battle Creek, I had said, you know, I, I would love to teach. And I really, in my mind, I thought, this is something that would be, you know, years down the road, maybe, right. you know, and, and so, uh, and they said, yeah, probably, you know, get settled in, give us a year, maybe we'll find some time. And, and literally, like you said, I got here and it was like, Hey, in two weeks you're up and, uh, man, the anxiety, uh, of that, <laughs> but man, it's such a privilege. And I'm so grateful that we have a senior pastor that's willing uh, to yeah. share the stage and to allow different voices to communicate God's truth. And Absolutely. Honored to be able to, uh, I know we crafted that together as campus pastors, that sermon specifically. And so it was fun to be able to do that. Yeah, as that's well. good. Shout out to Pastor Alex. What a great yeah. communicator. And um, we're glad to preach the word at our campuses, but you, you slayed it, by the way. Awesome job your first time and up. And every time you get up swinging, we were home one Sunday. You and I texted about this and I said, Hey man, we just watched you and did an awesome job. And, um, we were on COVID protocol, which seems to be everybody's about there. Uh, Seth's Seth's our producer here and he hasn't, he's been pretty good. He's been, uh, he's been protected, but we're, uh, man, we're so glad to have you at Battle Creek Church. You are an awesome fit to our campus pastor team and for the Broken Arrow campus. So this is the first time that maybe people have got, you know, a chance to get to know you. So tell us a little, little bit about you and your family. Yeah, so my wife, uh, Sarah, and I, uh, we've been married uh, seven years, coming up on eight this year, and we've uh, we've had a lot of fun, you know, kind of interesting story. We actually met on an airplane, and so uh, that like was- Like next to each other? like Almost, yeah, we were uh, We were actually, I spotted her in the terminal. I thought she's, she's pretty attractive, and uh, curious what her story is, and when we boarded the plane, I ended up sitting across the aisle from her and her mom. And so I started uh, started talking and having some conversation, and uh, invited her to church with me that week. And uh, she came and and kind of hit it off from there. And so uh, that's how we met. And uh, which actually interesting, I, I read an article today that was talking about the number of people that meet uh, spouses and. Uh, have relationships through airplanes. And so that's awesome. I know a lot of people aren't flying right now, but uh, I mean, it might be, might be worth it. So, so. listen, if you're looking for a spouse, <laughs> it might be a get good those frequent flyer miles, right? Add it up, get you some, uh, get you some credit card purchases up there and, and yes. just fly across the country. So yeah, we've been married uh, uh, seven years and, you know, we, um, we got to spend, uh, I spent the last 10 years in Reno, Nevada uh, at a great church there. And uh, we got to do a lot of ministry there, lots of close relationships. Her family is from kind of the Reno, Nevada area. And most of my family, I grew up in Las Vegas. 
and have a lot of extended family in Orange County. And so uh, we uh, kind of from the West Coast, this is as far away from home as we've been in our time, uh, not only together, but in life. And uh, it's been a blast to be on this adventure together. That's awesome. I mean, if there's any keen listeners out there, they're going to hear the country drawl that I have in my voice <laughs> that you do not possess. So there's a there's a stark difference. But we did um, add y'all to our vocabulary this year. Okay. So that's now officially a thing for us. All right. I'm going to tell a great story. <laughs> So the other day, Josh and I are out on Route 66. We're having lunch with some other folks, and we it's a it's a it's a grease diner, right? Like yeah. it's just a it's a, this a diner, right? And we we know what a diner is here in our areas, and so so Josh orders and uh, and he orders a, a, a side that's like a healthier side. And so yeah. what, do you, what do you have as a healthy side? And she said, "Hun, we fry everything here, so <laughs> you can give you a salad." And he said, "All right, I'll take some vinaigrette." And that sweet waitress looked at you and she said, "Honey, we don't have vinaigrette here." <laughs> We have ketchup and gravy and ranch. And, a ranch. and that's that, it. That was it. <laughs> and, and somebody noted, they said, hey, he's not from around here. And she said, I can tell. He's, <laughs> he's not. So that was, uh, welcome to Oklahoma. All right? yep. If it ain't gravy, ranch, or ketchup, <laughs> you're uh, you're going to miss out. But you you you, you had a, a, a substitute for that, right? Yeah, there was, yes, what did you order to put I, on I think I got some salsa. Some salsa. Put on the side. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah, a little, little pico de gallo. That, that'll work on a salad for me. That sweet lady, man. She was so funny. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, man, that's awesome. So, definitely West Coast, right? Met your wife out there, previous church. Like, I'm just curious. You know, we our pastor's been talking recently about how do we know God's will for our life? And, is you know, we all have different callings on us. And I'd just love for you to share a little bit about your calling to ministry and what that looked like. And when did you feel like God was actually ushering you into not just serving him, but serving him vocationally? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And so I grew up uh, in Las Vegas. My dad was actually a pastor uh, at a large church there for almost 30 years. Wow. So getting to see him in ministry. And I, I think in many ways, growing up in, in a large church, was uh, it helped me fall in love with the church mm-hmm. to see the energy and the power that could happen when people gather together and come united uh, around the gospel message. Uh, it was just so life-giving mm-hmm. uh, for me. And so growing up, I did internships at the church, lots of serving, and kind of my, my start really was in music. Um, I love uh, the drums, and so I started playing the drums in seventh grade jumped into our junior high team and our high school team. And then really through that kind of felt a a stirring in high school uh, towards worship and just really felt like, man, if I can help people connect with God, uh, what an honor and a privilege that would be in life. And so I ended up going to college uh, in Southern California at a a Christian university and with really the heart to be a worship pastor. Mm -hmm. And so got into worship leading, led at a church there, and then eventually moved to Reno uh, once I graduated to, to be a part of the church I was at. And so for uh, those 10 years, my role kind of adapted and changed, but it was mostly within the worship and creative arts realm. Um, and so I would say really the call for me was was in high school, mm-hmm. just seeing uh, seeing how, how God used the church. Um, but I would say that that call really was confirmed when I was in Reno and uh, kind of been part of my story. It was a, a few years into being on staff at the church that I realized, man, there's areas of my life that I just didn't feel like were uh, biblical, that weren't living through uh, the will that God had set for me. And so I went to our elder team, kind of said, hey, there's areas that I think I need to work on and was actually released from ministry for a season. And so in that season, uh, you know, 
some 10 years ago almost, uh, I think that's really where I got to see the heart of the church um, being restorative and being uh, looking to help people be healthy and be whole and sure. to walk beyond uh, just the superficial Sunday morning, you know, oh, things are good in my life. I sing some songs to what does discipleship really look like? Yeah. And so I would say that was a, a big turning point for me. Um, and honestly, I didn't know if I'd ever be in ministry again after that. I, I thought that might be the end. But there was a renewed passion for me at that moment to go, okay, if, if I was dealing with this in my life, how many other people are coming to church week in and week out and yet aren't really experiencing true freedom and, and yeah. experiencing God at a deep level? And so uh, through going through that kind of restoration process, uh, the church brought me back on staff. And I would say that that was... I would say kind of the, the solidifying moments of this is what I want to do. I want to cool. help people find freedom and, and discover their purpose, which is two of our yeah. kind of core values yeah. within our mission. So that's awesome. I mean, so it sounds like you, you grew up in the church, like you, mm -hmm. you were there as just a pastor's kid, but yeah. you, you didn't hate it. You loved to serve it. You yeah. started playing in church. You, um, you went to work at a church, you took a break and sometimes, I mean, breaks allow us, time away allows us to see things that we really love about it. Um, and now you're back. I mean, you mentioned the church so many times just right now describing it. And I can really tell that you do love the local body, that you yeah. love church. I'm just, as you think about church here at, at Battle Creek, like what do you love about Sundays? What is it about get, gathering together at nine and 11 that just really, that you just, you look forward to every time you get together with people? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's so many aspects <laughs> of Sunday that I love. I love the energy of coming together. I mean, mm -hmm. there's just, and I know it's been so challenging in COVID. I know that there's been people who have had to really wrestle with, you know, how do we keep our families safe? But um, through this experience, I've learned there's just, you can't beat coming together and gathering uh, as a body. There's just, there's something that happens when you're with people right. and uh, truth sinks in in a different way. There's encouragement that happens at a deeper level. And so I, you know, being uh, that worship was a huge part of my beginning in, uh, in ministry, I would say worship is one of the things I look most forward to. And we yeah. have, uh, and not just at our Broken Arrow campus, but at all of our campuses, we have such incredible worship Yes, we do. Come on. And, uh, and I love that that is something that we are passionate about here, you know, yeah. giving God praise and glory uh, through song. And, and so I love that aspect of corporate worship. I love uh, that we get to be in the same room hearing uh, God's word together and, and being able to engage that way. But man, I even love just the, the moments in the hallways between services, you know, those getting to see friendly faces, getting to see new people come yeah. in for the very first time. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a great moment um, seeing people serve and, uh, and being able to use the giftings that God has given them uh, brings such great joy uh, to my heart. And so, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, Sunday is by far my favorite day of the week. Gosh, I love Sundays. Yeah. Like, I, it is, I'll, I'll, I'll wake up excited about it. Mm. No matter what time I go to bed on Saturday night, like, I'm, I, I wake up jacked just to be with our people, right? Do you have a hard time sleeping on Saturday night? Uh, no, I don't have a hard time no. sleeping anytime, Man, to be I, honest with you. Saturday night, I get excited, and I, it's it's sometimes hard for me to go to bed. I'm like, Well, I'm I never ready. go to bed early, for sure. <laughs> like, I usually, I take a great nap on Sundays, but, <laughs> oh, I so look forward to seeing our, our people, because it, they become family. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure even now, as you've been here six months, you start to see the people that you just love to be around, that encourage Absolutely. you, delight, that you get to spend time between Sundays with throughout the week. You do life with them, and... um 
man, and you're right, I'm spot on. I mean, just just for just for the record, I mean, you said worship and the people, but I mean, for me, it's got to be the preaching. Okay, yeah. so pastor, thanks for listening. It's got to be preaching. It's the number one thing I look forward to every week. Um, but no, uh, man, I think about for us at, at our Broken Arrow campus. Uh, I've been here almost two years. Uh, we've been without a campus pastor for a while. Mm. In fact, I, I think they, they were without a, about a year and a half without a campus pastor. And, you know, to be fair, we had a couple of, of people that we thought were the guy uh, brought in. And, and God made it very clear um, that he had better plans. And we were looking for God's best. And uh, and, and you were God's best, right? <laughs> and, and not from a, a likely place to look, like Reno, Nevada, <laughs> or I would say Nevada from being from Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> is not like the budding metropolis of our connections. But I'm just so curious, and I'm sure the listeners are too. How did you get to to Battle Creek from from Reno, right? Yeah. Tell us tell us how how God worked in that. Yeah, yeah. We uh, so I'd say it's a couple of years ago that Sarah and I really began praying and, and seeking and going, okay, God, what does ministry look like for us in this next season? And and I'd been in creative arts and, and worship ministry for you know for ten years at that point, but really felt like maybe there is uh, something else that God's calling us into. Sure. So, we began praying and, and seeking, and we thought maybe it would be in Reno, just in a different capacity. And as we prayed, we really felt like God said, no, um, it's not here. And so we really just kind of open-handedly said, okay, God, we'll keep serving here faithfully as long as you have us, and and we'll just see what happens. And uh, we'll you know we'll start having conversations with uh, with ministry contacts. And, and so I had called a couple of people, one of them being um, my, one of my best friends, who's actually a senior pastor here at another church, uh, his name's Justin, and and so I'd called Justin and kind of shared with him, man, here's where we're at, and yeah, I don't really know what this next season's going to look like. And he had asked me, so well, you know, what would your your dream job be? And it's like, yeah, truthfully, I don't know. I, so, but if if I had to really think through, and if you had to. Uh, nail me to the wall on something, I'd probably say like a campus pastor role of some sort. But I said, I, I think I'd really want to be at like the broadcast location. And okay. there's just something about kind of the large energy uh, of a church that from growing up in a large church that I love. Right. And I think that there's, you know, a unique tension here at this campus being that uh, our senior pastor, Alex is here just about every week. And then I'm here. And so there's kind of a weird uh, dynamic that has to get managed and and navigated with some finesse. Sure. And I said, that actually excites me. That's something that I, I think would be really cool uh, at a broadcast campus. And so he ended up meeting the next day. He was having lunch with Kurt Von Eschen. Oh. And Kurt is part of our executive team here. And the connection uh, there for me was Kurt was actually the former worship pastor at the church that I was at in Reno. And so we had had some connection, but I didn't know that he was looking, that the church was looking for a campus pastor at the time. And so uh, Justin and Kurt went to lunch and, and uh, Kurt said, man, we've been struggling to find a campus pastor for our broadcast location. <laughs> and Justin just started laughing and he was like, man, have you talked with Josh? Because we literally had a conversation yesterday. And so Kurt called me up. And as we started talking and as I started hearing the vision and the heartbeat of Battle Creek Church, man, we just fell in love. Yeah. And we were like, this is, you know, after years of really praying and seeking, this is what God is calling us into. That's cool. How, how awesome is that, right? Like that was not a, a happenstance that, that Kurt was having lunch with, with that guy, that you called yeah. him at the right time. And as we think about those things, like that was God orchestrating a major move in your life through some really 
really cool events. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. You know, you look back on God making um, the opportunity known to you. You know, you look back at, at how he's worked in your life and you can identify all of these road marks, right? All these uh, land landmarks, so to speak, of like, man, God confirmed it. And these things, it wasn't happenstance, right? Just yeah. ironic that Kurt had, you know, had a meal with the, the, that guy. It was, it was all God's perfect timing. And how cool is that? And so, man, shout out to Kurt for being willing to listen to the Lord and, and have lunch at the right time. So yeah. uh, if you listen to this, you want to know God's will, go to lunch with somebody, right? They'll open it up. But uh, that's good. So, man, Kurt, if this goes well, Kurt's going to get all, all the praise. But if this goes south, it's- that's indigestion, right? He didn't hear the Lord right. No. Uh, recently, our pastor was talking about how do you know God's will for your life, right? And I think that's a question we all ask at various times in our life. And somebody right now is listening to this podcast asking the same question. And uh, then Pastor talked about that, that there's three things that line up. God's principles, His precepts, and wisdom. Yeah. And and for you, as you think back to this major decision in your life, I mean, you're talking about somewhere for 10 years in, in a career that was different. You have a family now that, you know, you and your wife are thinking like, you know, you're, you're not just responsible for you. There's a lot weighing on that. How did those three things line up for you? Yeah, well, certainly as we started, uh, as we started looking and exploring what it would what it would be to come to Battle Creek, um, you know, we we invited a lot of people into our in, into that conversation. We sure. had some wise people um, that are are full of godly wisdom that said, "Hey, these are the things that we're seeing. Can you can you look? Can you go through the website? Can you listen to the sermons and uh, discern with us?" And you know, I think I think God's will uh, when those things line up. It's clear, but I think it becomes easier to discern that in community. And so we, that was one of the first things we did was bring community into it. And, uh, and then, you know, looking at scripture and going, okay, man, what are the things that, that God has wired within us that we're passionate about? And, you know, we know that obviously, you know, scripture speaks a lot about, mm-hmm. uh, about living generously, about sharing the gospel, uh, about taking care of those who are, are less fortunate. And we saw all of those things happening here at yeah. Battle Creek. We went, yeah. Okay, this is a, a church that is following after the word of God. And then, uh, and then obviously God's principles, you know, sowing and reaping. And, you know, as we went through each of those steps and each of those processes, uh, we found that, that they aligned in such a way that, that we were very comfortable. And certainly it wasn't like a, you know, thus saith the Lord, you know, voice from on high. We didn't have anything like that. But as we looked at the way that everything lined up, we said, you know, this would be a wise decision. Yeah. We believe that, that if we accept this role, that God would bless it. And, and, and God has, you know, it's been, uh, certainly there's been challenges. Doesn't mean that it's sure. uh, easy. You know, it's, it's hard to be far away from family and it's hard to have uh, relationships with those that you love so deeply now have a distance between you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also know that, that God's a faithful God and yeah. uh, he's with us in this. And Absolutely. So it's been good. Now, what an amazing story. I'm so thankful to hear that in, in this long form, right? Not just yeah. in a hallway conversation. And, you know, I'm just thinking about like, we, we can read the precepts and we know the principles, but wisdom. Wisdom is the hardest part of that equation and figuring out what yeah. does God want for us. And the pastor talked about recently that they, that you you get wisdom. One, James says, you ask for it, I'll give it. So God gives you through the Holy Spirit wisdom. You get it by reading his word and by hearing the voice of, of the Father. But I believe that wisdom comes from us trusting the Lord 
and God rewarding us with with that obedience. And that's yeah. wisdom, right? It's through our circumstances. And so, um, you know, there's going to be a day and maybe even now where people come to you and say, hey, Josh, what's the what's the wisdom in, in this? And because you took that step, that step of faith, that God is going to honor that by keeping keeping you right there to be that wisdom for someone else. And so um, that's so cool to hear. We're so glad to have you here at, at our uh, um, Broken Arrow campus. I'm just curious, like so far, it's been six months, right? Yeah. Um, how have you seen, have you seen God working? What's some things that you're just super excited about? Man, I yeah, I'm a, I'm excited for for our staff and our team. I think this you know 2020 was a very different way of doing ministry for and sure. So, you know, where we were used to doing certain things, I have loved getting to see the innovation and the creativity of uh, of our staff and uh, and our volunteers, our dream teamers that are are coming in, showing up week in and week out, and uh, serving in all sorts of different forms. Um, it, it's forced us to think differently. And yeah. So I've really enjoyed that process. Um, I've loved seeing here the number of people that are taking steps in their faith journey. I mean, it's, we talk about helping people advance in their journey with Christ. And I love that we have people walking through our doors who have really heard nothing of the gospel. Sure. And then we have people coming through our doors who have been wounded at a church in the past. And, and then we have people coming in who maybe they grew up in a church, but they've been distant for a season. Yeah. And so you got people coming in with all different walks of life, having had all sorts of different experiences, and yet they're taking steps with where they're at. And you know, seeing people that are trusting God in the arena of their finances for the very first time, mm. um, seeing people, you know, even with our Christmas offering this year, for the first time say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give beyond what's comfortable because I believe that God's gonna show up in that. Seeing people get plugged into community groups for the very first time, we've seen a ton of that in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and then even stories of people walking in who, uh, I mean, gosh, this, this woman that I can think of, uh, had a conversation with her. She came, uh, heard the sermon, received Christ. Two weeks later, she came back, is baptized, and then the next week shows up and she's got a whole family with her. Wow. And then it come, That's you know, awesome. it's, it's been months later now, she's gone through advanced track. She's now plugging into serving. I saw her in the, the hallway the other week, she had like six different family groups with her. I mean, she, she's just coming in and from that one moment to that, that one encounter with Christ has just blown up her world in the best possible way. That's cool. And uh, it's seeing those stories uh, of life change, of people taking the steps um, that just really fires me up. And I'm just so excited to see that here. That's really cool, man. It fires me up just to hear that, you know, about what God is doing here, here at the Broken Arrow campus. I'm curious. So in the most positive way possible, what is something that's been the most surprising thing about Battle Creek or being here in the Tulsa area to you? Yeah, I, th I think, uh, what, what we've been surprised with is just how many amazing restaurants mm, there are here. Come on, speaking my, we, <laughs> my language right there. We love uh, all the different food places that we've been able to try. And of course, you know, food is always better with people. And right. so you know, being able to go out with people and uh, experience restaurants. And we've loved that. You know, there's some great chains here. But we love uh, just how many individual restaurants there are, You know, kind of mom and pop type of shops that uh, that are, are here and, and uh, doing their thing. And so we've enjoyed that. That's been, it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. You know, whenever you move to a new city, there's, there's opportunity to do new things, right? Yeah. Has there been like a, I know, like a new routine or a new habit that you guys have started that's different from when you were out West? Yeah, I would say 
one of the things that's been different for us is we've been we've been getting out uh, a lot more. You know, and and part of that comes from you know the last number of years we've been both of us have been in schooling doing master's programs we both at one point were in master's programs at the same time which was a horrible idea Mm. and so we've not had a lot of time to kind of be out and about and so we've enjoyed just going for walks and uh, you know there's so many ponds here uh getting to walk around ponds the gathering place i mean we love going down there and just walking around and getting to experience the beauty of God's nature. There's a lot more green here. Yeah. Uh, obviously not right now at this very moment. <laughs> There's a lot of yellow and and uh, and dead, but you know, up in Reno, it's it's all dirt. You yeah. got some you got some pine trees and some trees here and there, but a lot of dirt and so it's been fun to just to see all the all the grass and color yeah. and we've loved that. That's cool. You know, and and during the during the day you're a campus pastor and mm-hmm. you shepherd people and you minister and you do those things, but you know, you're you're a person. You're you're a, yeah. you're a dude the rest of the week. So I'm just <laughs> like what are you what are you curious about right right now in life? Like what are you learning? What are you interested in? Yeah, I would say a couple things that that have, have been of interest to me recently. Uh, one one of them's been fitness. Okay. Um, you know, so part of my story uh, back in high school and leading into college, uh, I dealt with with depression and anxiety okay. at, at a pretty high level. And so uh, I've always tried to figure out ways to be healthy. And um, But I would say since being here and especially coming out of you know a year of lockdown, uh, it kind of threw a lot of routines and rhythms off and then moving to a new place, you know, don't have a gym here anymore. And so trying to figure out, well, what does it look like to be healthy and, and to right. sustain? And uh, I believe God wants us to live in health. And so uh, that's been something I've been trying to do a lot of research of, yeah. How do you work out at home? What does that look like? Yeah. And, uh, you know, using different apps and, and, you know, different resistance bands and things. That's and so, cool. Uh, that's been fun and, uh, getting to, getting to learn a lot on that. And, and I'd say even just from a church culture standpoint, um, you know, getting to learn a little bit more about kind of the history of, of church in this area of the country. I mean, this is, I would say the upper end, but it's still considered the Bible Belt. Sure. Uh, and so I came from a very unchurched area right. to now a very churched area. And so there's a lot of just cultural things that I'd say are, are of interest to me that I'm kind of diving into and getting to hear stories and what people have experienced. Uh, so that's been a lot of uh, been a lot of fun. That's cool. I'd love for our listeners just to just to remember you and your leadership of our campus, our broadcast campus, our largest campus. All the other campuses add up to be the size of of Broken Arrow. It's a it's a massive undertaking. And so, if you're listening to this podcast, I would really encourage you to pray for Josh as, as he leads this campus and to really lift him up. And so, Josh, what are some things that we can join you in in praying for? Yeah, I mean, I would I would say. Praying for our staff uh, would be a huge thing. Uh, you know, I know we've got we have a lot of staff here at our Broken Arrow. Great campus. staff, by the way. Great staff, phenomenal staff. Yes, and uh, they make they make my job in many ways easy, and uh, I love getting to work alongside of them. Uh, but praying for for health and uh, and for uh, vision and direction. Um, yeah, I think one of the things that. Uh, over the past year that we're kind of looking at now is you know if we if we emerge from 2020 and the church remains exactly the same as it was in 2019, uh, I think we've missed what God is doing. Mm, and so that's good. I'm looking into this new year. And I would say one of the ways we can be praying together is how do we revamp? What is it that God is wanting us to do as a church? Uh, obviously, the core things haven't changed. You know, we want to reach people. Right. We want to bring people into a relationship with Christ, but but maybe some of the methods 
uh, need to change a little bit. And so I would say prayer for that, uh, prayer for uh, even for our dream teamers. You know, we've got a, we've got a lot of great dream team uh, members, but we've also had a lot of people um, who uh, who can't come back for one reason or another. And so and we've experienced some growth. And so trying to figure out, OK, well, how do we how do we recruit new people and, yeah. and how do we recruit new volunteers to, to join with uh, with the great team that we already have? Um, so we could be praying for that. And I would say even just praying for favor in our community. You know, we yeah. don't, we don't want to be a church that is just within the four walls uh, of this building. You know, we know that the church is obviously the body of Christ, the people. And so we want favor in our community to be able to go out and have those partnerships and be able yeah. to, to reach people in, in a way that's compelling and winsome uh, and encouraging. That's great, man. Thanks for sharing all those things. And I hope you as a listener will, will just join us in, in praying for you as a, as the leader, but also for the campus. So thanks so yeah. much for sharing that. All right. We're going to turn a corner here, Josh. Right. Uh, just, I'm just, I'm curious about some things. All right. About you. If you were stranded on a desert Island, who would you rather have with you? Pastor Alex or Mike Babb? Oh man, I, I might answer differently depending on who's watching. Yeah, uh, but Just answer from your heart. Listen to your heart. Okay, so here, here's what I'd say. I think I'd take Mike Babb. Okay, and, and here's why, man. I one of the things I love about our senior pastor Alex, he is an evangelist. That's I right. mean, God has gifted him in a way to win people. Um, but I'm saved. And, yeah. and, and I need someone who can hunt. Uh, I need if I'm stranded <laughs> on an island, I need someone who can help me survive. And, and Mike knows how to hunt. That's and true. So I think I got to go with Mike. I think that's a really good choice, by the way. Uh, all right. So we're the perfect place for imperfect people. We've asked every guest on this show this question, and now it's your turn. Give us an in-depth look at how imperfect you are. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. That was just a joke. That was just a joke question. Uh, right, we are going to move it. You got nervous for a second. I was and trying to think, got, how, how do I answer got this? really nervous. Uh, all right, lightning round, 10 questions. Pretty simple questions. You don't take long to answer, just whatever is off the top right. of your head. Don't overthink this, okay? Okay. Number one, coffee or tea? Coffee. Yeah, okay. There was only one right answer. Yeah, that's good. Uh, beach or mountains? Uh, beach. Okay. Every day. Is that because you used to live closer to the mountains? So I loved the mountains when I lived there, but I've always been a beach person. Okay. And part of that is our family. We, uh, my extended family lives in Orange County and every summer our family tradition is going and doing actual tent camping on the beach. Wow. And so I just, I love the beach. There's something about the waves breaking on the shore over and over that for me is just symbolic of God's grace mm. and his mercy never ending. And so sure. it's just, I connect with God at the beach and I look at the mountains. I'm like, they're pretty, but yeah. I'll take the beach. Man, you spiritualize the waves like a champ. I just think that makes a good nap. Just yes. a good sound to take a nap. All right. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Okay. All right. Now I take that back. Can I do YouTube? YouTube. This is your your answer. You you would go YouTube. I would go YouTube. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of content out there. It it is. And and I, I said Netflix probably because that's what I've I've used to watch movies most often. But if I if I only had one, I'd probably do YouTube because that's where most of uh, that's I mean, that's where this podcast that's is. Right. Yeah. And so, it's on a lot of places, but yeah. definitely on YouTube for um, sure. Yeah, YouTube. Okay. Grilled or fried chicken? Grilled. Okay. Yeah. I sense some hesitation there. Are you, it was. I do love good fried chicken. Yeah. But I would say more often than not, I'll take the slightly healthier to, Well, option. to be fair, you've been curious about fitness, and so that makes, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, here we go. What's worse, laundry or dishes? 
laundry. Yeah. Because dishes, you can knock them out. Laundry, you have to sit there and wait. Yeah. I think, so, I think washing dishes is sometimes therapeutic. It the is. warm water. I, I pop in a really good pod, podcast, like Absolutely. Beyond Battle Creek. Absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you a quick spiritual story moment. On our, in our household. So I actually fired my wife from dishes Oh, uh, in the first year of marriage. That? Yeah, apparently. Wow. And so I, she kept, she was washing dishes and I'm a, I'm a one on the Enneagram. I'm a perfectionist. Okay. And I kept, I was like, it's, it's not perfect. And so I finally just said, you know what? I'll do the dishes. I'll take over. I'll clean. And it really wasn't until about year five of marriage that I realized she may have conned me into that. She may have just exploited the <laughs> fact that I'm a perfectionist and was like, I'm just going to wash half the dish and see if he eventually takes over. And so it, it worked, go. but yes, I do the dishes. I mean, by far, I'm the better dish washer packer. Like I can pack it like a champ. Yeah. All those Tetris days. Absolutely. Back. All right, here we go. Movie at home or movie at the theater? Movie at home. Okay. Man, I love the comfy couch and the recliner chairs. They're nice, but, For uh, sure. but man, I love the couch. And then you've got endless snacks that are just there at your disposal. Yeah. So, yeah, that is very. It's definitely a lot cheaper. There is an experience at the movie theater. Yeah, there's that one in is Tulsa true. that you can like order food and they have a waiter come out. It's it's nice. It's, We've not been there yet. Yeah, but I like home <laughs> as well. All right, are you ebook or paper book? Paper book. Okay. However, all of my Bible study I do through an app. Okay. And uh, that way my highlights can translate to all my different devices. So. There you go. Yeah. I'm paper everything. Paper everything. But I love email more than everything else. So it's, <laughs> it's a, I live in the nuance. How about that? Uh, all right. What's comfort food for you? Comfort food for me? I, I, this is going to sound weird, but honestly, chicken, rice, and vegetables. Okay. That's the, there will, there comes a point where, especially when we're eating out that I, I'll just look at Sarah and say, Sarah, I just want some chicken, rice, and vegetables. Like just something simple that is healthy, that sits good, and uh, and it's comfort for me. Yeah. I mean, for me, the comfort food is Mexican restaurant, chicken, rice, and cheese. That yeah. that That's just my favorite. It's so good. Like, <laughs> uh, all right, last meal on earth. What are you getting? Uh, Jesus not, tells you when he's coming back. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting chicken, chicken rice, and, and uh, vegetables at that point. Last meal, I'm probably, probably going to do a pizza of some sort. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably with lots of meat. Okay. Yeah. Carnivore pizza. Come on. Yeah. That's good. Uh, deserted island, food and water are provided. Okay. What are the two items that you're bringing? Bible. I mean, I feel like that's it's a solid uh, pastor that's a, that's a answer. Good, for solid sure. pastor answer. Obviously. But it's true. Yeah. Uh, and you got food, you've got water. Uh, Sarah, can I bring my spouse? That didn't say you couldn't. So yeah. there you go. Way yeah. to think outside the box there. That's I'm, I'm going to bring my Bible and Sarah. Yeah. Gosh. Otherwise, I'd be Come bored. on. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, Josh, it has been so good to to have you on on the pod. Listen, this is the first time probably of many we're going to have you on. You're a good you're a good podcast interview, <laughs> and we are. You know, we mentioned earlier about how our leadership wanted to find God's best to lead this campus. And, and it took a while. And man, we're just thankful for you being here. And we really Thanks. truly believe that you are God's best. God's chosen man to lead this campus. Uh, and we're so glad for your friendship and for here. And I hope everybody gets a chance to meet you on a Sunday. Uh, just look for the good looking guy on stage. Um, <laughs> um, not Pastor Alex, but the other <laughs> good looking guy. So man, I love you. I look forward to uh, seeing how God uses you to 
to help others advance in their journey with Christ, to know God, to find freedom, to discover their purpose, and to make a difference. And I'm, I'm glad to be a brother here with you. So thanks. It's been a you, privilege to, to get to serve with such an incredible campus pastor group. And I love it. It's, oh, it's been great. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Battle Creek. If you haven't yet, we'd love it if you subscribed. To keep up to date with everything going on at Battle Creek Church, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Hey, we'll see you on Sunday.